T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That's right. Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN for the next hour. Happy to have you with me. Happy to have you with me, Joe. Uh, good to be here. A few things Oh yes. uh, when we get started. Yes, sir, on the, I did like to see in the Buffalo News yesterday, uh, Jay Skirsky wrote that, uh, no, you can't fine or uh, penalize a team just because somebody threw a snowball out of the field, which was uh, so Those were know, empty obvious. threats? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, obviously. I do also like the I, – I learned this yesterday, too, that they started to warn people um, supposedly when uh, Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins coach, was the one complaining about it. Of course. So everyone complaining about snowballs, you're just – you're on the Dolphins coach side of things. And then Didn't he I, want it to be colder? Wasn't that the shirt he wore? Yeah. Um, I also – like, I think part of it – I was thinking about this yesterday – like part of my reaction to this, I just think I come from a different like background on this, maybe. I long for a different time. I just I remember growing up and being told stories about how, you know, my uncles would see the damned play somewhere and they'd be throwing ice at him and, uh, you know, the drummer would be trying to catch it in his mouth, uh, the ice cubes that were being chucked at him in the crowd and all these, like, wild uh, things. Oh, the uh, the Clash got booed off the stage at the stadium. Now the people were throwing stuff at it. And it, those stories never were told with the ending of yeah and i wish we never did that oh we, we were so we were so childish like it was always looked back at fondly yes right it was always looked back at like wow you know those were the day like that was awesome what a great memory and like those are the stories i grew up hearing so yeah the snowball thing now our stories will it's be just not going to be able to uh get at me they were going to throw a flag on the fans yeah they threatened me with 15 <laughs> yards for the snowball uh so that's going on there is uh, a few things we'll take your calls on today 803 um when it comes to uh, what's happening right now um the store things just perfectly align in the news it happens all the time joe it, it, and it's happening again right now the state's climate action council approving widespread changes to the policy we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks the plan in 2025 so just about two years from now i mean it's almost 2023 in just two years newly built homes you can't have any natural gas powered heat you can't have a gas powered furnace uh, no gas appliances, oh, yeah. a dryer, a stove, anything like that. And in 2030, 
if you have an older house, well, you have all the stuff there, but you won't be able to, your furnace goes, you won't be able to buy a gas-powered furnace starting in 2030. Uh, that rule still has to be approved by the legislature, but it got approval by the Climate Action Council of New York State yesterday. Uh, 90%, by the way, of New York uh, homes use natural gas for heat. And so the stories perfectly align to go with what else is going on in the news. Because as we're telling you about this, we're hearing over in California tens of thousands of people without power. And by the way, this is on top of uh, the Climate Action Council. This is on top of what was already uh, an edict from the state talking about electric cars. By 2035, every new car sold in New York State, according to the rule right now, would have to be an electric car. So by 2035, all new cars are electric cars, all new homes, electric everything, all appliances have been electric for five years. The the power's out in California for tens of thousands. And we're talking about this winter storm over the weekend with high winds. And uh, Bob Hamilton over at the National Weather Service was warning us about the possibility of power outages because the winds are going to be so high, sustained gusts, maybe 70 miles an hour in the Buffalo area. Uh, we'll get a clearer picture of exactly what the weather's going to look at like. But we're talking about power outage. What happens when the power goes out? And why is nobody asking these questions? I Because if they were, I feel like this wouldn't be moving forward as easily. We're going to trade in a cheaper option for a more expensive option that is less reliable. Because the wind ratchets up in the winter, the power goes out, and then what happens to the heat in your home? Well, there isn't any. You better get those uh, <laughs> pottery you know, clay pots and put it over a candle to warm the heat. Uh, we've been on electric power in this room for uh, yes. two years, Joe. Yes, Let me tell adapted. you, it's not that great. Uh, our space heater situation, it doesn't – I'd rather have uh, something blowing hot air in here, yep. uh, to be honest. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I, I'm just wondering what happens when the power goes out. I drive a, a plug-in hybrid. I love the car. But if I drove an all-electric vehicle, they're very cool. Oh, you take it home to start to charge. Which, by the way, not everybody, you take home to start to charge. What if you have to park on the street? What if you don't have a garage? What if you don't have a power outlet? In the back? Like, how are you going to do that? Like, These are all the questions that need to be asked before like widespread changes within the decade happen. What happens with that? And then the power goes out. What if you do have that? And the power goes out and, oh, well, you can't get to work in the morning because right. we don't have power. You're not going to have time to charge up your car overnight. The questions that aren't being asked are kind of crazy to me, and it works perfectly that is every time this is in the news, I'm talking about a power outage. How, how is that happening in California or New York? And it seems like anytime you bring it up, it's dismissed. I mean, let's go back to, okay, you have an electric car, right, which we're all going to have to start buying here in New York State in 13 years, uh, allegedly. Um, now, say the power goes out. You can't charge your car. Well, guess who else can't charge their car, Brian? Everyone else who lives where the power's out. So even if you wanted to carpool to work, it, it's 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 like, I want to say that these questions haven't been asked in Albany or where these laws are being made, but they have been asked. The thing is, anytime you bring this up, it's dismissed. Ah, it's not that big of a deal. Even though, wasn't it just this summer in California? It was so hot, they asked people to stop charging their cars. They said it was it's too much of a strain. It's not dismissed, though. 
It's not dismissed. It is dismissed. No, it's not, because everyone we've talked to is bringing up every one of these problems. I have yet to hear somebody, I've yet to hear anybody, come out and uh, uh, say exactly what you said. Oh, don't worry about it. I've heard, I've, I've heard people say it won't be the issue once this is in effect in who? 2030. But like, who has said that? Elected I, officials have said it. But who? I'll, I'll, like, f- I'll find, I'll find I, a, I mean, a statement. I, but I'm looking for like where the people are because everyone we talk to seems to echo these concerns, yet it just silently goes through this committee. We heard from Rob Ward. He's expecting it to just kind of keep on going through the legislature. Again, this still has to be approved. Um, we talked to Rob Ward. He expects it to still go through. We talked to Dottie Gallagher. She said everyone's raising these concerns. We've raised them to the governor. The governor has said, listen, uh, this is from Dottie Gallagher just about uh, 30 minutes ago. She said, you know, we will take all this into consideration is the answer that she got. <laughs> Yet all this in the background. My hope is that, and I would expect this out of a something called the Climate Action Council, is that you have something that's looking for an idealistic solution, which is fine. I, we need idealists because y- you never get to that point if you don't have people thinking about what the ideal uh, state of things are. We need idealists. The hope is that the idealism meets realism in the state legislature and you go forward with a plan that's sustainable for everybody. But I, it seems like no one really has the confidence that that is actually going to happen. And I'm wondering why. And I'm wondering what it would take. And maybe it is a Christmas snowstorm where the power goes out to have that happen. I'm not sure. The other thing with this Christmas snowstorm is how is it going to impact you and how much are you paying attention to it? It's Tuesday, but man, you're probably packing your suitcase already if you have travel plans. And uh, what about your family in general? So both these things, 803-0930. Uh, John, you're on WBEN. All right, John, uh, what do you think? These changes to almost everybody's home here in western New York, do you think it's actually going to happen? I, I don't know how I don't think they're looking at everything. That's the problem. I mean, if if it does happen, most people when their power goes out, um, well, not most people, but if you have a generator, it's powered by gas. So I mean, your generator is no longer going to give you power if you have to get rid of gas, um, natural gas. And I converted my grill to natural gas, so I didn't have to buy the propane tanks. Um, but if they get rid of fossil fuel and natural gas, I can't use my grill outside, and are they going to get rid of propane as well? Like, how do I cook a steak? I don't understand how any of this is going to work without gas. No one, it's amazing, John, no one, when we were out tailgating on Saturday, uh, saw a lot of people with heaters to keep them warm uh, in the lead-up to the game. I did not see an electric one. Right, and if you go camping, I mean, what are you going to bring? You know, the little bottles you use for your little grill or the regular size propane tanks, but I mean, getting rid of uh, gas is, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. And I know some uh, farmers that were talking about, they when they get out of their big uh, polymulchers and big vehicles, big agriculture vehicles, they hand them to another team because these things go all day and all night. And they said if they have to have downtime for charging, it's going to ruin agriculture as well. Well, John, thanks for the call. I, I, I 
I'm with you with the thought that <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of thought. And again, I, I think the hope is this. The hope is that you have a climate, I mean, listen to the name, Climate Action Council, that you have a group of people who are looking at, okay, I, ideally, what would we have? Ideally, how are we going to make New York State the greenest, cleanest, and, you know, it, it, we can talk all day about the, you know, how green exactly uh, uh, batteries in every car and all that kind of stuff is. But how are we going to have, you know, no emissions out of tailpipes or homes or things like that? And that's fine. But it has to meet realism somewhere. 2025, two years from now, is not realism in, uh, in my book, at least. When it comes to this storm... Do you know, Joe, anybody who is not traveling? Now, most people aren't traveling, traveling, right, for Christmas. Like, most people aren't getting on a plane or uh, driving, like, super far away. There are obviously a lot of people who do that. But most people are just traveling within western New York. Yes. Do you know people who are looking forward to this storm because now they have an excuse to not go somewhere on Christmas. Oh, I'm sure those people exist. Oh, I don't have, uh, can't go to church. Why? Oh, the storm. I don't want to go outside. Christmas Eve, you'll see a lot of people traveling around. I'm sure a lot of people are happy. Hey, can stay home. This happened a few years ago when we got that seven feet of snow. Well, maybe more than a few years ago when we got seven feet of snow over Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and you know people just had to stay bunkered inside. What was that? Was that 2000? No, I want to say it was like 2001, 2002. So 20, 20 years, years ago, ago. <laughs> a couple years ago, a couple decades ago, I guess is what I meant. I I can see people using this as an excuse. I also think that people are just going to do what they can. Yes. I <laughs> and and go about it with, you know, hey, nothing is going to stop me it, unless I physically cannot get out of the driveway and onto the roads. I th- We're going somewhere for Christmas. I think more people than not, and it might be closer than, than I think, but I think more people than not in Western New York have that mentality, well, whatever, these are my plans, and I'm going forward with them. Right? Unless you're looking for an excuse out, Brian, which those pe- obviously a lot of, of those people exist, but I think the mentality, not just on Christmas Eve, the mentality in Western New York is, I have to be at this place, I'm going to be there, no matter what. I'm not going to let winter weather slow me down. Sometimes it does. <laughs> yeah, I think you go. I think initially you go into those situations with this isn't going to slow me down. I got to get there. We'll get there. These are the people I think about. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you have thoughts on this to talk about, this person texting in. Um, you're talking about traveling for Christmas. I have about twenty five to thirty people coming over for Christmas Eve. Um, between 8 and 25 miles away. So that I, I think that's the normal travel that we're talking about within western New York. Maybe you're going from Niagara Falls to Wales or something. You know, that's a long trip, but you're still within the area. They're saying, I hope we don't get the storm because I'll have food coming out my ears and, uh, you know, alcohol for months <laughs> all ready to go. <laughs> if uh, no one can go- get anywhere, I might uh, just have to have a block party. I, I feel for those people. I mean, we're kind of in now. I'm expecting everybody to show up who is invited. It's not like we we have 25 people coming over, but a few family uh, members coming over on Christmas morning, a little bit later for brunch. And it's one of those things where, hey, if there's big snow and all of a sudden everyone's saying, well, no, we're staying home, we can't make it. 
well, what the heck am I going to do with all this stuff? I, I feel bad for everybody hosting who's now has this feast if people are all of a sudden calling in saying, ah, just can't make it out. It's Christmas. Yeah, but then you've got, you know, a few days of food for you. <laughs> that, that never happens. No, I know. How, I mean, leftovers, <laughs> let's be real with leftovers, because this happened to me on Thanksgiving. It happens to everybody every single week. How long do leftovers stay in your fridge? Do they always get eaten in your house? Well, no, but I always, because I always start questioning things after four days. And I know that's a short leash for leftovers, but I really, the fourth day, I start questioning, should I, should I eat this? Is this, was this kept well? How many times was this lid open? I'm, I'm a freak when it comes to stuff Is that in the, the time frame for you? Four days? Four days. I, I, like I said, I know that's short, um, but four days I don't know if it is. I, when I start asking I questions. Right. I go a week. Okay, so After a much. week... I'm just like, if it's been in there a week, it hasn't been touched, it's probably being thrown out. Are you big uh, throw stuff in the freezer for longer use guy or no? No. no. Leftover in the freezer. I mean, when it's when you're talking about something that was probably frozen, then cooked, now I'm going to freeze it again, and yeah. then like, how long is it left in the freezer right. for? The things at the bottom of my freezer are... Should have, do a show on that? They've probably been there for like three years. Oh, geez. Because once you get past a certain level, if you have the drawer freezer, once you get past like the first two layers of stuff that's in there. Yeah, that base is. I mean, you're just never, I never see any of this stuff. Yeah. I probably have some steaks down there that were, you know, part of a pack. I only need to make two, freeze the rest, and then it just gets cycled in the bottom and forgotten about. Yeah. So I, I won't. Add more to the big freezer dump that we already have. I found out why I thought or why I said that people are dismissing. I do get a lot of my news from the New York Post, Brian. And the New York Post put that in an article. However, they don't have an example to back it up. So I have no quoted example. All I say is, uh, all I have is uh, the New York Post calling this a publicity stunt by Governor Hochul, talking about the 235 um, ban of, of gas-powered cars. Oh, you're sure. I thought you were talking about leftovers. No, I'm sorry. I, was, I'm, I wanted to press the rewind button for a second. Um, <laughs> which is being dismissed by Democrats in Albany with questions of stability when it comes to all-electric vehicles and all-electric home appliances. Yet there's no, no, no uh, quote. So I don't have a quote for you, but that's where yeah, see, that's, the word I, I, I don't like blanket from. statements. I, I, I want a person on this, and I have yet to see the person who has come out and said, we'll be fine, this is a great idea, it's going forward. So I don't know. Like it's just all the momentum seems to be pushing one way, yet I, I can't put a name like yes. to to any of this, which is amazing to me. I apologize for pressing the rewind button, but I just wanted to make sure that's where the word "dismiss" came from. Uh, the New York Post is a week too much in the fridge for leftovers. For me, it is. But like I said, I'm a freak. I get really weirded out by stuff that sits around. Like I had, um, we had chicken tacos. Uh, a few days ago, well, this is now like a week, and three days later, I was like, uh, that's it, we're done. And I threw the rest of it out. I I just, the, the leftovers, I hate to say they get wasted, because I'll eat, I mean, there's some dishes that I, you know, go for the leftovers right away, but I generally don't eat a lot of anything during the day. Right. And then... You know, we're usually having something different for dinner that's pre-planned that we're making the next night. I'm not like if I go home tonight, am I eating spaghetti and meatballs at you know noon? <laughs> Personally, like probably not. I no. should, yeah. but I'm probably not going to do that 
Actually, I will. I'll make it a point to do it. And then, but it just ends up sitting there unless my wife takes it to work. I can't, I don't take spaghetti and meatballs here. We're here at, you know, four in the morning. Yeah. I, You're not in the mood for spaghetti and meatballs at four in the morning. I, or it's, seven it's or just eight. kind of complicated to eat while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like the things that I eat are something, you know, you're chowing down in five minutes yeah. or in getting rid of or whatever. But I don't know. I'm interested to see if this storm, what people are thinking about it, right? I'm not thinking about it right now. I The only thing I'm hoping is that I don't have to use the snowblower over the holiday weekend. Other than that, I'm, I'm going on as if everything we've had planned for months is going to happen. Oh, I, I, I think it's more likely that New York State actually sticks to this 2035 than you not having to use a snowblower. We'll see. What about you? What are you thinking for the holiday weekend? Storm approaching. Is it going to change your holidays? Let us know. 803-0930, BMAS and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's right. We are back here, Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. You know, something uh, we found out during the break. It really is, like, most people are against this New York State thing. Like, going... well, all gas. To be fair, are all electric. To say we've found out during the one person said they didn't like it. Add it to the list. <laughs> Add it to the list. I have not talked to one person who says they're a hundred percent for it. I, I have not talked to one person who knows that it's happening. Yeah, that's, that's another the good issue. point. That's another good point. That's the but issue. But let's be honest. If we worked here, if we didn't work here, would we? I wouldn't know what was happening. No, like that's the issue. Yeah, like the, you have. Not talk to a person who would know that this is going right. on. It's hard to find people to talk about it on the radio <laughs> because most people don't know it's going on. Jeff, I mean, most people wouldn't even know this is going on. Are Hello? you with me, Jeff? That was a deep meat there, yeah, because no one's listening. Oops. Well, some people don't listen to radio. Some people, they're, they're busy either working or they're sleeping to wake up for an afternoon shift. And these sneaky people, as my law teacher said, they do this during the Christmas season when people are just dying to go to sleep or to just 
wind down and not hear all that stress because they're already up to the brim, up to their eyebrows and stress. So they strategically uh, implement these things behind your back, not the will of the people, without your knowledge, without your consent, but of course with your tax dollars behind your back, not to your face, except when they hear your concerns at the meeting possibly, or even on the radio when you call into their office and they say, oh, well, it's not that, it's not really that much of a deal. Well, no, it's not a deal for you and I, the ones who pay for the stinking mess. It's a big financial deal for these weasels and these snakes in the grass, or as the Bible calls them, wolves in sheep's clothing, <clears throat> excuse me, who benefit financially um, at your expense. But you can't spend your money when you're dead. In addition to the above, China, Pakistan, and India make up for 99 point something percent of the world's pollution. How in the Dickens is me and you paying um, extra money to allegedly save the planet, which is a big time scam for controlling the money gouge, money power scam? How is us paying money going to stop 99 point something percent? of the damage being created from China, Pakistan, India. Jeff, Jeff, thanks for the call. I think what best illustrates your point, and I say it all the time, is that I, you know, my house is under the spotlight here. My gas dryer, my gas stove, my gas furnace, and my uh, gas car in the driveway, a different type of, but that is what's under the spotlight. I drive for 40 minutes. The sky in Hamilton, Ontario is on fire every single night. You drive past those smokestacks. Like that, it is just like a sea of, if I had to draw pollution on a piece of paper and what it looked like, like that is what I would do in Hamilton, Ontario. Like that's what I see. But I, I'm supposed to believe that it's me. Yeah, you're the causing all the problem. Like that's what it it makes it hard to wrap your head around. Uh, And then there's the illustration that we had just a week or so ago that we were talking about on this show. The county of Erie did an extensive, long environmental review of the new stadium project. Your tax dollars at work review is thicker than war and peace it is it goes into great detail and the result of it is that it would have no negative impact on the environment well part of the new stadium is using natural gas for heat that's right so it's tough to tell me that my house is the problem my insulated house it takes up a, a very modest little piece of land is the problem with the environment when I have a long review that was just released done by Erie County that shows that a massive stadium that's open air, that's using natural gas to heat elements of it, has no impact on the environment. So those two things don't match up. And when you make rules to enforce one thing over the other. It does not make sense to anyone who speaks about it. And then to the other point in this, nobody knows about it that we began talking about. Everyone you talk to, Joe, you went right with, uh, you know, they don't like it. Sure. But the most jarring thing is they have to be told what's going on. Yes. Nobody really knows. This is the type of thing I would like a mailer about. I throw out so much junk on election. You want me to vote for you? You know what I want? When there's not an election coming up in a month, 
I would like a mailer <laughs> to be sent to everybody talking about what's going on in the because the caller's right. People don't listen to the radio. People aren't watching the news. And I will never blame anybody for not doing that. I'll never blame anybody for not reading the news or listening to us or watching uh, what's on the TV late at night because person to person, you have better things to pay attention to and to keep on. You have your own family. You have your own life. You have your own job. You have your own meals. You have your own stuff going on. I'm not expecting everybody to be totally up on what's going on on a local, state, and the national level when it comes to the news. This is the kind of stuff you should be sending out a mailer for. Yeah, and I hope people are listening to the radio, by the way. 803-0930 is the number to get on. But this is, I I would like, you know, hey, this is what's going on. And summarize, not just this, Brian, what's going on in Albany. What are things that are being discussed that could have, because this would have an impact on, I'd say most people in the state, this will have some kind of impact on, right? This is something that would be noticeable once it's in effect to most people in the state. These are the kind of things we want to be alerted of by our elected officials. Take some of that money. Take some of that money that you put towards uh, the mailers that Brian was talking about and let us know. On the line, someone who uh, does know about the ways of uh, government and all this, it's Congressman Chris Jacobs on the line. Congressman, good uh, good morning. Good morning. I just want to thank you for uh, for addressing this issue. This is uh, so uh, serious, and uh, I think you're right. It kind of has gotten by with the majority of people not knowing how it would dramatically impact their quality of life in this state. Uh, and uh, I, I, we really need to be vocal. We're all for going uh, to more environmentally friendly sources and a cleaner environment, but not at the expense of uh, what this would cause. I mean, uh, you know, the the thought that we could live on just wind and solar is just completely unrealistic. Uh, you want to see an example of this. Uh, look at what Germany has done over the last number of years. They embraced this kind of uh, utopian vision and shut down almost all, I believe, almost all the nuclear power plants, uh, you know, invested a lot in wind and solar. And what's the result? They are so dependent on, uh, on Russia's dirty oil, and now they're going back to try to go back to coal-fired plants to survive this winter uh, because they were just so unrealistic uh, in what they're doing. So, you know, we've cleaned up the environment a lot. Our CO2 emissions in the state are down, uh, but to force this in two, two years to, to new builds uh, to, to have gas and by 2030 forcing uh, existing homeowners to do the same, it is insanity. And uh, so we need to be very vocal on this. Uh, we want to go green, but it needs to happen in the right order. And, and this is just a, a, a bunch of ideologues out of New York City who are for imposing an agenda on the state, uh, which, you know, gas is, uh, in addition to converting a house, which costs about $50,000, gas right, uh, electric is about three and a half times more. So we're all suffering, uh, our citizens this year, with inflation and as significant gas bills to heat our homes, uh, get used to it every year if this happens. So uh, I, I just thank you for being vocal on this, and uh, I certainly will be a, uh, a, a, if I can do anything to help. You, you know, Congressman, this is Congressman uh, Chris Jacobs uh, on the line with us. I, I had mentioned before this Climate Action Council 
I think a lot of people would say, you know, there's no problem with having some idealists out there, right? There's no problem with putting forth a a rosy picture of what you should maybe strive for. And, you know, it's up for debate if this is like the exact thing that we should strive for. But there's nothing wrong with idealism. The problem seems to be that we have kind of lost sight on where idealism and realism meet when it comes to enacting policy in government. Your experience, what is it like now when those two things come to a head? Is one ignored over the other? Yeah, I've heard this many, you know, somebody said that to me, you know, don't let the idealism get ahead of the science. And that is exactly what's happening here. And I was in the state Senate when they passed this uh, law. I voted against it. We raised all these questions back then. And the, and the answers on the other side was, well, innovation will, will prevail and they'll figure it out. And that's just not a responsible uh, a way to, uh, to exert public policy. Uh, the other thing that bothered me so much is the legislation created this Climate Action Council which uh, um, uh, empowered an unelected body with immense powers to implement things uh, without legislative approval, unelected people. And and, uh, some of this will have to go back and get approved by the governor, uh, approved by the legislature, but some of it will just be able to be approved by agencies. And uh, they are very, very powerful. And, you know, this is, you know, in our area, this is a matter of life and death. I mean, if people can't afford to heat their homes, uh, and we are very blessed to have, uh, you know, an abundance of natural gas. And uh, compared to coal or oil or other things, it, it's, it's and the efficiency now, and it's it's quite clean. I mean, we, we absolutely, uh, you know, in the long term, we'd like to rid ourselves of that. But this is the transition fuel, uh, I believe, and we should really embrace this and continue to work on the green solutions. But uh, look, I'll tell you right now. Uh, the idealist who think you're going to generate all your power by wind and solar ever is unrealistic. It's just unrealistic. And because you all, it is intermittent. It, it, it doesn't look at today. There's no sun today and there's not much wind today. So what are we going to do? We're going to brown out. I mean, this is actually, this craziness is happening in California. You know, what did they do a couple months ago? They told Californians, Oh, don't charge your electric cars because we don't have enough electricity. So, these questions, it would be, I said this to Dave Bellavia, as a business person, I have a supplier that's a reliable supplier, supplies me with affordable product, and I tell my board of directors, we're going to go to this new supplier. It's going to be much more expensive. Oh, and by the way, they're not sure they can get us the supply. No one would do that. And that is what we're doing here. Uh, so we need to put the brakes on this. We need to be vocal. We're all for moving green. We have moved green. New York is leading the way. But to mandate this uh, is irresponsible, reckless, and and dangerous to public health. Congressman, I have to say, I I am surprised after what you just mentioned in California just over the summer. It seems like New York State is ignoring that and just putting their foot on the gas, you know, uh, full full steam ahead. Uh, you, You would think they would react, okay, there are some issues with what we want to, imp- I mean, you will probably see it this weekend with the winter storm. Uh, are, are you surprised that there's just no hesitancy, no, like, let's press the pause button on this after what we saw just a few months ago in California? Yeah, we saw in California, we saw what happened, uh, what was it, last winter or the winter before in Texas. Uh, and, uh, you know, l- literally people have no source of power. And, uh, 
you know, I, I, uh, I, unfortunately, my experience in Albany is the Albany leadership, which is really beholden to uh, the left out of New York City, is, uh, you know, uh, enamored by California. They always say, you know, California's doing it. And I'm like, if you're trying to make the case that I should adopt something because you're telling me California's doing it, I mean, they're wrong on so many things, their farm policy, environmental policy. Um, you know, and I, I believe this approach actually could be counter to uh, moving forward on a green agenda because inevitably it's going to collapse and you're going to go back to old sources like Germany is doing right now, going back to coal. So, um, you know, we need to be thoughtful. We need to really chart this out and, again, not let the idealists get, a high, uh, get ahead of the real science here. Uh, we made major gains. We'll continue to make major gains. Let's do it in a sequential way where we – and, you know, the other thing is, you know, the concern, too, I have is uh, now this has been passed by the council, and we don't know exactly what it means. Most people, does it mean it's passed? Or, and it says some of it will be done in regulation, which means the governor will have and their agencies to do it on their own, some legislation. When you're trying to work to lure new businesses into this area, do you think this is going to help? They're out there saying, what, you're going to be one of the first states in the union to ban natural gas? Good luck trying to land new businesses. So, uh, you know, this is very harmful to our area and uh, I, in, in so many ways. And, you know, I know I'll be painted as anti-environment and that's right. I'm really not. I, I believe it. And uh, look, my view, too, is if you're not seriously talking about nuclear, uh, then you're, you're not re- really seriously talking about getting off fossil fuels. And they're really not serious about talking nuclear because most of the environmentalists don't embrace it. So, uh, you know, we need to continue to, to have conversations on this. But I think we first and foremost need to be very vocal and say, you need to stop this right now and go back to the drawing board. You need to get a more balanced climate council that has more representation from other sectors other than just uh, the kind of left wing environmentalists from downstate. Uh, because, look, you know, if you have a 500-square-foot apartment, uh, your issue of going to electric is a much different than you live in a house in Marilla. And, and you know, so, uh, you know, this is just uh, a New York-centric-based policy, New York City-centric-based policy, uh, again, that's going to really be harmful to the rest of the state. Well, Congressman, thank you for the call. Congressman Chris Jacobs uh, thank you. joining thank us you. this morning to, you know, kind of talk about it. And I, I will say to... He pointed out a lot of things there. I also think there is a major problem illustrated by this issue with a failure of sorts of elected officials to communicate exactly what's going on with their constituents of all parties, of everyone involved. This is the type of thing That, you know, everyone likes to go, you know, make phone calls and send mailers and go door to door in campaign time. This is the type of thing that as I'm walking around and talking to people about it, I I shouldn't run into what, Joe, 90% (laughs) of people who are just completely unaware. What are you talking about? Of something that is going to impact them. this, This is the thing that is going to impact Everybody, even if you don't own a home, your rent, I, I mean, it's going to directly or indirectly impact you. 90% of the people should not be walking around having no idea it's happening. So I, I also think, in addition to some of the points 
Chris Jacobs just made with us there. I, uh, there has to be some responsibility taken by every single elected official, whether you are for or against this policy, to be communicating that, to not just be elected, to ask people for a vote, and then just say, all right, I'll talk to you next yeah, election. Fourth. See you, Cindy. Follow uh, whatever they cover in the news, um, and, and I'll talk to you. If you have any questions, sure, ask uh, one of my guys here, but... Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll talk later. No, to be active in communicating what is going on there with your constituents. And no, not everybody is going to take the time to read it or pay attention, right. and that's fine. And, but be active in it. Yeah, communicate. Like you said, don't assume people are seeing it in the news. And yeah, you're going to have people that will yeah you have people that will see what party you're in and throw it right to the trash. But I, I think the effort to communicate. Uh, again, don't just assume that people know because I have to say, I uh, what Brian said, I'm surprised how many people don't know anything about this. Don't even know this thing was in discussion, uh, let alone that there are years put on uh, th- this legislation. Text me. You know, if I can get a text from Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I should, so I should be doing? able to be texted that I, I'm not going to be able to replace my furnace in 10 years. What are you doing in Albany? Uh, give us a text. <laughs> An email. You know, something like that to uh, be just a little bit better uh, about that. What do you think about this uh, lady who's not buying her kids any Christmas gifts? Uh, that's just it's, – it's a crying shame, and I, I, I feel bad for uh, – hey, they'll have some nice clothes, right? She's going to buy socks. She's going to buy things they need. They'll have very nice clothes, but, you know – some of the joys of uh, of being a child are, you know, going through those phases where, hey, Power Rangers, hey this, hey that, missing out like, doesn't, in that house. I, I, I feel like most parents kind of know, like I assume everything that I got, and we don't, you know, by any means go overboard. You know, we're not right. like some crazy all out, right? Like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> right. But everything I buy... For my son for Christmas, I am like under the assumption it'll be forgotten about, lost, or shoved in a basement box somewhere within a couple of years. But what you said just this, about everything, I should say. What you said this morning, just the reaction for when he yeah, gets like that. that's what you're getting. I know I'm buying junk. Right. Like, <laughs> I could, yeah, I could also get socks if I wanted to, but. But you know, on the on the toy thing, we talked about it yesterday, and I was thinking after the show. If my parents called me and said, hey, we found some of your old, I have to go back to Power Ranger toys. We found your old Power Rangers morpher. Do you want us to throw it away? No, give that to me. I think I would want my old Power Ranger toys. Those have long been thrown away. I'm just saying, if my parents were to. What are you going to do with them? They, they, You're going to sit on it, sit on the ground, n- play with toys? No, I'm not going to play, but it's n- that nostalgic feeling. I'll put it with my baseball cards. It's a nostalgic feeling. Yeah, I just, uh we we could talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, the, my my Power Rangers morpher. All you uh, people, if you're over thirty with toys in your house, not no, for a kid. But the new toy thing, I don't get. But I, 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 but I do understand for something like a nostalgia. Like if someone texted and said, "I have a working, not the new one they sell now, a working '90s style Sega Genesis." I still have some of the old games. That nostalgia feeling. Okay. The toys, the same thing. Sure. It's morphin time. I would tell you I got to take the trash out and mow the lawn. Um, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Call in with that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Beam as and Beamer on WBEN.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.